If you're like everyone else, you have probably wished and hoped and prayed for weight loss to be easy. In fact, if you could have a magic genie in a bottle, maybe if there was only one wish, you would wish for easy weight loss and not just easy weight loss, but losing it and keeping it off so that you wouldn't have to think about it anymore. That's something that I hear over and over and over again from all of these different clients that I've coached to struggle-free weight loss in eight weeks or less since I started doing this back in 2009. So many of them have said they don't want to think about it. But getting back to this wish of having weight loss be easy, you really could have that if you were to change your brain. And instead of waiting for a magic genie, which might just be a fairy tale, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe there is a genie in a bottle out there somewhere on the planet that you could find and rub. Because they say that in stories, there's always some grain of truth, right? But if that is true, what are the odds that you could find that bottle and that it has the genie in it? So what if instead you were to just do something that would be guaranteed if you actually do it and change your brain into the brain of a thin person instead of having a fat brain. And that's what we're going to look at here today. Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is episode number 554. The topic, fat brain versus thin brain. Let's crack the code. Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show, or if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. My name is JoLynn Braley. This is the JoLynn Braley Show. This podcast is a podcast that I launched on the first Thursday of January 2013. So this has been running for a little while, and I have been professionally coaching awesome women and a few cool men to struggle free weight loss in eight weeks or less, I've been coaching professionally since 2009. I started this whole mind-body weight loss venture online in 2007, and since then, I have helped millions around the world avoid the mistakes that I have made when it comes to losing weight. My proven proprietary step-by-step -step system, the Inner Self Diet, is the key to ending your binge eating, ending your emotional eating, breaking free of the struggle, and doing it all in eight weeks or less. The only way it can fail is if you don't do the steps. There is a system to it. There's homework to do. It's not hard, but it's different. It's going to be different because it's things that you haven't done before. And how would I know that you haven't done my steps before? Because if you've done them, then you wouldn't be struggling now. 
Today, what we're going to do is talk about this topic of the thin brain versus the fat brain, or the fat brain versus the thin brain, or the thin brain versus the fat brain. Either way, we're going to contrast these two brains because if your brain is fat, you're going to eat like a fat person. And it's going to be really easy to do. And I know this because I have been there too. I totally know that struggle. On the other hand, if you take action to transform a fat brain into a thin brain, then guess what happens? Weight loss becomes no big deal. It just is not a big deal anymore because When you are in alignment on the inside with what you want on the outside, then you naturally take the actions to achieve the results on the outside that line up with you on the inside. So if on the inside you are fat, you're thinking fat, you're feeling fat, you're believing fat, then you're going to eat in a way that makes and keeps your body fat. There's no way around it. But if you start believing thin, thinking thin, being thin, feeling thin, and I don't mean just uh, sitting around imagining that you're thin in your body and telling yourself you're thin when you're really not. It's actually an emotional state that you need to get into in order to match up with the vibration of the body you want. So it's not a trick. It's not fantasy. It's not delusion. It's about lining up your energy to match what you say you want when it comes to the weight loss you say you want. And if you take action to do that, then you will Be thin on the inside before you become thin on the outside. And what that will do is it'll make it easier for you to do the things that you need to do to lose the weight because it'll just be who you are. The reason that you struggle right now is because you say you want to be thin, but you yourself are fat. And I don't mean just your weight. Your weight, the body that you have, the extra weight that you have, that's only a symptom of your fat self on the inside. And if we want to get really technical, what is fat? Fat is F-A-T, fear attracting thoughts. Fear attracting thoughts. That is fat. That's fat thinking. A simple example is fear of missing out. You know, look at the holiday season. How often do you overeat and gain weight, pack on even more pounds in the holidays during the holiday season because you have a fear of missing out on food that you're afraid that you can't get the rest of the year? And that's just a simple example. That is an example of fat thinking. But there are so many fears that come into this whole problem. I've had coaching clients who were afraid that if they lost weight, they would lose their marriage. 
So how could you ever get to your goal weight if you have that fear? And if it's an irrational fear, it has to be addressed and healed. If it's a real fear, well, that's another problem. You know, so there's a lot that goes into this. The fat on your body, it's only a symptom of what's going on in the inside. Now, before we go on, I want you to go get my free five-day e-course, which will help you discover if your mindset is fit or fat. Go to www.yourpodcastbonus.com yourpodcastbonus.com. Opt in for my free five-day e-course, which will help you discover if your mindset is fit or fat. www.yourpodcastbonus.com. This is a great five-day e-course. It is free. It's an email e-course. You can get it now and it will help you discover a few new things that you've never thought of before because what you've been told your whole life is that all you need to lose weight is just a food diet. A food diet, a healthy eating plan is important. Obviously, you have to change how you eat. You you have to. But if you never change the drivers for your overeating, those will still be there. They're not going to go away. And that's why you end up yo-yo dieting and you gain all the weight back. So this topic today of a fat brain versus a thin brain, let's crack the code. How do we do that? Well, first we have to look at what the fat brain is and then what is the thin brain. So I kind of have explained a little bit of this already, but let's use a very specific example because the bottom line is when you can't stop eating, you think in a different way than a thin person does. You just do. A thin person doesn't even consider binge eating or emotional eating. It doesn't mean they're perfect, but if they overeat, they notice that they feel uncomfortable and they just stop doing that and they don't beat themselves up for it. And then they wait until they're hungry to eat again. They're not struggling to be thin. They live a healthy lifestyle. They have to make an effort. Obviously, you have to do things in order to get results, you can't just expect that weight loss is going to fall into your lap. Just like you can't expect the career of your dreams to fall into your lap. Now, hopefully, you don't think like that anyway. Most of my coaching clients, in fact, all of my coaching clients, really, all of my coaching clients are very successful and have worked hard to get to where they are in their careers, in their family life, in their marriages. They are not just expecting success to fall into their lap. 
Their problem is that when it comes to their eating and weight loss, that is elusive. They understand that they need to change. They understand everything that they need to do to eat in a better way. In fact, I have had coaching clients who are gym owners and registered dietitians. They didn't need any information on how to eat in a healthy way. That's not the problem. The problem is when you're thinking fat, you're going to be fat, you'll be out of control with your eating. So let's just take a simple, simple example. An example that is very common, okay? And before we do that, I need to give you an outline of how this rolls, okay? So you think a thought, you feel a certain way, you make a decision, you take action, and then you get your results. But then underneath that is the foundation of your belief system, which can really get tricky and really interfere because if you believe that you don't deserve to be thin, then you won't be. And why would you believe that you don't deserve to be thin? One of the most common limiting beliefs of humanity is I'm not good enough. And when you believe I'm not good enough, that has tentacles that will touch and spawn. It, it spawns other limiting beliefs. Because for example, let's say that you believe I'm not good enough, then because you believe I'm not good enough, then I'm also not good enough to take the time that I need to take for myself each day in order to live a healthy lifestyle. It's better that I give my time to others to help them. I need to do that for all these other people. They come first before me. And I'm not talking about if you have children. I mean, always putting everybody else in front of you and then you don't have anything left for yourself. It's just like when you fly on an aircraft. The flight attendants tell you that in the unlikely event of a decompression, the oxygen masks are going to drop and you need to put yours on first because if you don't put yours on first, you're no help to anybody else. Well, if you don't take care of your own health and fitness, how can you really help anybody else? How can you be a good example for anybody else? How can you really show up for anybody else? And have you ever noticed that when you don't take the time for yourself and you don't care for yourself first, you don't put your oxygen mask on first, have you ever noticed that you might tend to get angry? And either you express that anger, maybe you take it out on your husband, maybe you take it out on others, or maybe you don't express it and you eat it because you believe that it would not be polite to express that anger, so you eat it. See, there's a lot going on here. But that would be part of the problem of fat thinking, the fat brain. 
you know what's interesting? The thin brain could possibly have the belief of I'm not good enough, but the way that they spawn beliefs off of that main limiting belief doesn't intersect with their eating and their weight. If you're struggling with your weight, though, and you believe I'm not good enough, it's definitely impacting what you are doing, how you're thinking, how you're feeling, the choices that you're making. So the simple, 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 simple way of looking at it is let's take a simple thought, okay? So if you're struggling to gain control of your eating, you can't stop binge eating, you can't stop emotional eating, you just are a compulsive overeater, you just can't get it together, you want to lose weight, but you keep putting it off and you've been putting it off for six months, a year, two years. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on because every Monday, it's never right. You know, and then you got to tell yourself next Monday and it just keeps rolling. It just never ends. But let's say that you think to yourself, weight loss takes too long. All right? Weight loss takes too long. Now, now what's tricky about this is a lot of these thoughts go by so fast that they're unconscious, but you think it, and then you feel it, and then you do it. So if you think and you believe Weight loss takes too long. How is that going to make you feel? Is that going to make you feel hopeful about losing weight? Is it going to make you feel encouraged? Or is it going to make you feel just, uh, oh, okay, so let's go to the store and buy some more ice cream. And that's not a feeling. That's the action that comes out of it. But the feeling that would come before that is what? Defeat? Apathy? It's definitely not hope, it's not motivation, it's not excitement. Okay, so the thought example that we're using here is weight loss takes too long. You end up feeling what? Depressed? Frustrated? Apathetic? Then what do you end up doing? You make a decision And is that decision going to lead you closer to where you want to be with your weight? Or is it going to lead you further away from where you want to be? It's going to lead you further away from where you want to be. Because then you end up making a decision such as, let's say that you're in the grocery store, you're standing in the freezer section, instead of buying frozen fruit that has no sugar added, you buy another half gallon of ice cream. Because weight loss takes too long anyway, I'm feeling apathetic, already an emotional eater or a binge eater. What do you do to try to feel better? You eat. How do I know this? Because I've done it. And then you take action. And and all of this happens really fast. That's why food diets don't fix any of this stuff. You have to sit down and you've got to have steps to take that will start to unravel this for you. You really need coaching to do this. This is what I do with my coaching clients. You need to have two-way communication because whatever your problems are, they need to be unraveled for you personally. 
So don't feel frustrated while you're listening to me here. It's very, very possible that you just are so unaware of this fast flowing river that keeps you eating more and more and more and more. And then you try to stop it with a food diet that you start on Monday. And maybe you get through Tuesday. And then you're just back to, oh, well, I'll start again next Monday, you know. Back to this example, weight loss takes too hard, you feel defeated, you decide, you make the decision, let's buy some more ice cream, you take action, you binge on the ice cream, you get the result of either more weight gain, which is really easy to do, or staying where you are, you don't lose any weight, and then you end up feeling worse, and then You prove to yourself, this is what's really interesting about all this, you end up proving to yourself that weight loss takes too long because you're not losing weight and you never will because of this whole process. Your beliefs are everything. Your beliefs are everything. You will die to prove your beliefs right. And if you believe that weight loss takes too long, you will prove it right. And you'll end up proving it right because of the actions that you take. But the reason that you take the actions are because of the decisions that you're making. And you're making those decisions based on what you're thinking and feeling. And that is coming from what you believe. And then this thought that weight loss takes too long in this example, a belief is just a thought you think over and over and over again. But then there's something under that too. And if you get to that then you're really free. It's another belief or multiple beliefs. But again, this is an example. This is one example, one example of a limiting belief that is part of the fat brain syndrome. And then what do you do to crack the code on this? Well, the first step in cracking the code on the fat brain versus the thin brain is just simply awareness. And that can come just as you're listening to me talk right now. Just even having the awareness that, wow, all these years, what I've been doing is taking the food diet route because I thought that's all I needed. But maybe there is more to this. Maybe there's a reason why I can't stop overeating. Maybe it's not just the food. I mean, Obviously, everybody has common sense. Yes, you have to change how you eat. You got to change what you're eating. You got to change how much you're eating. You have to live a healthy lifestyle. But how can you do that when your brain is fat, when you're thinking fat, when it's all flowing through a river of fear attracting thoughts? So the first step in cracking the code is you have to even have the awareness. You have to just realize that hey, maybe I think fat. And that doesn't mean that I'm an awful person. In fact, you're probably brilliant. Because see, this problem here doesn't have anything to do with logical smarts. It doesn't have anything to do with your IQ. And then if you want to go even deeper with this, pile on just the fact of a habit and how many years you have been thinking fat. And then where did you get that from? Well, probably when you were a kid. 
But the difference between coaching and therapy is that we don't have to go back and figure all that out. We start where we are now. And what is it you want? Okay, you want to lose weight? Do you want to keep it off also? Okay, great. So what's the fastest way to unravel this struggle that you have that's stopping you from getting the weight off and keeping it off? And you have to go deeper than the food diet. You have to. You can't avoid it. Because weight loss is not any big deal. You have to live a healthy lifestyle physically. You have to move your body. And you have to keep at this over and 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 over again. It's got to be how you live. But in order to do that and keep at it, it can't be just a short-term diet that's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this until I see the number 120 on the scale. And then, whoo, all bets are off. I'm going to McDonald's. Th- that's not how it works. That That is a short-term diet thing. You'll never keep the weight off like that. So let's look at this uh, other side, the thin brain. What happens with the thin brain? Well, for one thing... The thin brain is not thinking weight loss takes too long. The thin brain is already thin anyway, and they're not walking around having this big struggle. What would be an example of the thin brain? Let's take the thin brain to the ice cream aisle in the grocery store, because what the fat brain did was buy another half gallon and take it home and start binging on it. What would the thin brain do if they were in the ice cream aisle? So they've got the bags of no sugar added fruit in that aisle, at least in the grocery store I go to. That's how it's set up. And then uh, there's also all the ice cream. Okay, so first of all, does the thin brain even want ice cream? I don't know. They might not because... Once you start eating clean, you don't want all of that processed stuff. When you're eating clean, literally, fruit is your dessert and fruit is enough. But when you're in the cycle of eating all the fat foods, all of the low self-esteem foods, all of the beat, your, beat yourself up forever foods because you're not losing weight. You don't want the healthy, clean eating foods. You don't even think about it. How do I know? Because I've been there. That's how I know. That's why I can talk about all this stuff. Okay, so the thin brain is in the grocery store and is in the ice cream aisle, or maybe are they even in the ice cream aisle? Do they even go down that aisle? Or are they in the produce section? That's interesting, isn't it? Maybe they don't even want to go down the ice cream aisle. Maybe they don't even think about it. But the fat brain can't avoid it. And is the thin brain over in the produce section? 
So what about the thoughts? What about the beliefs of the thin brain? Is the thin brain walking around thinking weight loss takes too hard? We already talked about that. No, they're not because they're already thin. But what about if you've listened to any of my episodes, my other episodes of the JoLynn Braley show, and I think I even said it here today, what about the fact that you have to become thin on the inside in order to release all of the struggle? So that means that you could be 50 pounds overweight and become thin on the inside and then have a super struggle-free time of getting that weight off and then just keep it off because you made the change. You cracked the code and you flipped the switch on the inside, which gave you a free-flowing ride to your best body ever. Maybe it'd be better to look at the thin brain like that. So we've got a 50-pound overweight woman who has already cracked the code and become thin on the inside, and she's going to the grocery store She's not thinking weight loss takes too long because that's a fat thinking. What would be a thought that she might be thinking? Well, she's probably not just walking around thinking all the time, I deserve to be thin. She could be. She could be. But it's more likely that she might be thinking something more practical like, I need these ingredients to do my cooking so that I'm prepared. You know, something, I mean, that's like really basic and really logical and really simple. But the thin brain is going to think something like that rather than weight loss takes too long. The thin brain is in action. She's in motion. She's in the flow and she's not struggling. So Yeah, like I was saying before, you have to live a healthy lifestyle to lose the weight and keep it off. And you do have to do things. And one of the things that you need to do is if you're going to eat clean, which is the easiest way to get the weight off, and also to break free of the sugar addiction and all that stuff, then you got to go to the store or or unless you're going to have somebody shop for you, you could do that. There's a lot of, uh, you know, places that companies that will do that for you now. But if you're going to the grocery store yourself, you got to get your ingredients. And is that thin brain going to be looking for ingredients in the ice cream section? I guess not, right? I certainly wouldn't be. But I might go to the uh, door in that aisle that has the frozen fruit in it. Because sometimes I have a problem with buying fresh fruit and eating all of it before it goes bad. Like with raspberries and blackberries, for example, it seems like they go moldy so freaking fast. So sometimes I prefer to buy a nice frozen bag of, it's a mix of raspberries, blackberries, and blueberries. It has no sugar added. That often works better for me. So then I, I'm not wasting. It just depends, you know, it, how, how quickly you can go through the fresh fruit. But my point is, is that I myself could be in that ice cream aisle because that frozen fruit is there. But am I going to be looking for ice cream as an ingredient to do my clean eating cooking? No way. No. Uh-uh. Nope. 
But how how would a fat brain transform into the thin brain? How would you go from the place of thinking all the time, weight loss takes too long, and this is, again, this is just one simple, simple example. There's so many other negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and fears and fat thinking that you could be thinking that keeps you in the cycle of never losing weight and just staying out of control with your eating. But just this one simple thought, weight loss takes too long. How would the fat brain get from that place over into the column of the thin brain where they wouldn't even think about thinking that thought. It wouldn't even be an option. And they're just flowing. They're flowing. And their thoughts support them in feeling good where they are. And because their thoughts are supporting them in being thin already, they're already thin on the inside. And so it's easy for them to make the decisions that they need to make to take the action that will actually lead to the results of that weight coming off so that over time, their body will end up matching what they already are on the inside. Because if you don't become thin on the inside, You can force yourself to lose some weight on the outside, but I promise you, I guarantee you a hundred bucks, you're going to gain it all back because the inner and the outer always match. You can't become something on the outside that you are not a match to on the inside. This is why lottery winners who win millions of dollars in the lottery, if they were financially struggling before they won those millions of dollars, They always end up right back where they started because they got rich on the outside, but they never were rich on the inside. They saw themselves as poor. They saw themselves as struggling and they can't maintain that lottery win on the outside. It's the same thing with the weight loss. It's the same thing with the weight loss. If you believe you're fat, you think fat, you see yourself as fat, you are fat, it doesn't matter how many pounds you force yourself to get off through a diet, you will rubber band back and be fat again in your body. That's just how it is. In fact, it goes deeper than that. It's actually a universal law that the inner and the outer always match. So to sum up here, if you think fat you will feel fat. And, and what are fat emotions? Defeat, depression, frustration, negative emotions. If you think fat, you're going to feel fat. You're going to make fat decisions. You're going to take fat action, and that will give you a fat body. On the other hand, if you think thin, you will feel thin. What are thin emotions? Hope, happiness, excitement, anticipation, you know, positive emotions. If you think thin, you're going to feel thin, you're going to make thin decisions, you're going to take thin action, and that will lead to the weight loss that you want, and you'll actually be able to keep it off. You can try just starting to think thin right now. The problem with that is you have to also address your underlying limiting beliefs. And this is why oftentimes affirmations don't work 
very well because if you still have the underlying limiting beliefs, then the affirmations will not be able to penetrate those limiting beliefs, that foundation. You need to get out a sledgehammer and start cracking up those limiting beliefs and replace them with positive, positive, empowering beliefs, which will make it easy and natural to think the thin thoughts. Right now, uh, as a first step, besides listening to today's podcast, you can start keeping a journal and a notebook and noting the thoughts that you're thinking about this topic of weight loss, about changing your eating, about losing the weight, keeping it off, uh, just start noting them. And then what you will want to do, though, is share that data with your permanent weight loss coach. If I were to work with you, I'd want to see what you've written down, because then we want to go to what's underneath that to address that so that you really break free and you really crack the code for yourself personally to move out of the fat brain and move into the thin brain where weight loss becomes totally struggle-free. So then what do you want to do now? If you want to try out keeping this journal, you can see where you can get with that. The danger of doing that all alone is that it's really easy to forget about it. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to get frustrated with it or to lose interest because you can only go so far with it. If you really want to break free, crack the code, really move out of that fat brain and get into the thin brain and do it as fast as possible, do it in eight weeks or less. If you would love to do that, then as your first step, apply for a complimentary thin brain breakthrough session with me. Go to fearlessfatloss.com forward slash thin brain. That's fearlessfatloss.com forward slash thin brain. And then on that page, enter your first name and email. And on the next page, you need to click a button to fill out an application for this complimentary thin brain breakthrough session with me. We'll have a one-on-one -on -one call, get on the phone, find out if it might be possible for me to help you crack your own code and bust out of that fat brain thinking, get into the thin brain thinking, and make weight loss struggle free. So to start with this, like I said, head on over to www.fearlessfatloss.com forward slash thin brain to get started with that now. At the very least, I hope that today's free weight loss podcast gave you an aha moment and helped you see that there's a lot more to this whole topic of weight loss the whole topic of ending your emotional eating, ending your binge eating, breaking free of the struggle, breaking free of the procrastination, you know, always putting it off until Monday. There's a lot more to this than just a food diet. A healthy eating plan is absolutely essential. You do have to change your eating. Absolutely. But that's 7.2% of successful weight loss. 92.8% of successful weight loss 
is the whole inner world, everything that's going on in between your own two ears. That's where it all starts. I am JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet, the diet that you truly need if you really want to break free. I wish you your best life living inside of your ideal body, looking your freaking best in your genes, showing up as your best self. Why not? Yay!